0: Welcome to Word Alive here on blogtalkradio.com. Word Alive is based on John 10.10 10, where Jesus says, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. We're your co-hosts here. I am Renetter coming to you from Gladwin and my co-host Ella is here coming to you from Kalamazoo, Michigan. We would like for you to contact us by emailing your comments, prayer requests, or questions to Word Alive. Six one two at gmail dot com, and that's a capital W. You can also contact us by following us on Twitter at Word Alive Now. You can listen to us twenty four seven here at blogtalkradio.com dot com forward slash Word Alive. All of our archives are available on demand or by downloading our podcast Word Alive at our uh, iTunes. In on your Android phone by downloading the uh, Blog Talk Radio app and listening to Word Alive on your phone. We're so glad that each and every one of you were able to join us tonight. We invite you to call a friend and help them to tune in and listen to the message as well, listen to the broadcast as well. Um, Word Alive is on each Saturday night at 11 p.m. You can call in and participate live by dialing 646-378-0538. And if you are online listening, uh, scroll down to the bottom and join us in the chat room. God bless and enjoy. Well, hello. This is Renetta. And today is September 26, 2015. And we're so glad that you, uh, you are listening in to Word Alive. And I'm joined by our co-host, Ella. Hi, Ella, how are you? Hello? Ella? Oh, I think Ella's having trouble with the phone, so we'll just wait for her. When you... um. Uh, uh, Switch your earphone or whatever you got to do, Ella. Just say something so I know you're on. When I hear you, I will know you're ready. So, um, yeah, we had been talking earlier, and her phone was kind of going in and out. So it shows that she's on, but I can't hear her talking. So she'll be with us shortly. But, you know, we're just so excited about the Word of God and what God is doing In the body of Christ right now. You know, I believe God is preparing us for something. I believe that God is getting us ready to fulfill the purpose and the plan that we were born in the earth to fulfill. And we've been going, we're receiving so much word on top of word, So much word confirming word, So much word bringing revelation to word is just phenomenal what is going on. You know, I just came out. I'm really excited tonight because I just came out of a, um, I just come out of a, let's uh, see, she hung up. I guess she's going to call back in. All right. I just came out of a women's conference. Um, our church, my pastors are Pastor Dan and Lisa Adamchek, and they pastor two churches, Word of Life Christian Church in Penn County and Live and Waters Christian Church in Gladwin, Michigan, which I'm a member of. And so our two churches join together when we do a women's conference or a men's conference. And so this weekend, the women of the Penn Conning Church and the women of the – hold on, this might be her. I mean, hello, Ella. Hello. Oh, I can hear you now. Praise God. Okay. <laughs> uh, I was just telling them that um, – uh, we just had came out of our women's conference this weekend entitled "Beautiful," and our speaker was Sally Rowe out of Grand Rapids, Michigan. And we had such a marvelous time in the Lord this weekend. She poured out and blessed us, and God used her in mighty ways and many to help many many women this weekend. It was absolutely refreshing and awesome. The presence of God was awesome. The move of the Spirit was awesome. Songs being sung in the Spirit, word given from one woman to the next woman, and it was just wonderful, wonderful. But at this time, since we got a voice from Ella now, uh, we're going to turn it over to Ella for tonight.
1: Well, good evening, radio audience. It is a a wonderful opportunity and a pleasure to uh bring again a, a portion, in fact, the final portion of our uh, teachings on loving God and the attributes that we get from first God's love for us and then our love in him and then we've taken him in and the, the infrastructure that the presence of God creates inside of us. And tonight we are going to conclude with consecration, and uh, we remember we talked about loving one another, loving that brother. We are our brothers keeper. Talked about God loved us first, and then we love Him, and then we love each other. And we are not an island unto ourselves; that we are a a body. We. Learn through consecration how to become a body, join and connected together. Uh, not these low Ranger uh, teachings and philosophies and and things that limit the power of God in the earth, and it also keeps us from receiving the awesome statue of what it means to be member, labor and co labor with Christ. And the plan of God for the for the earth and for this planet is wrapped up in all that little package. And we're gonna uh, really touch on and try to get this conclusion tonight and we introduce consecration and that is our Consecration being our dedication to God's service through consecration, and uh, we're gonna bring you bring that back to you tonight with uh, scriptures that you can you can go to and 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 I want to write these scriptures down. where God was talking to Israel about their consecration was in Exodus 19 and 6. Uh, That's where the Moses had brought them out and they were in the wilderness. And that was their first mention of the consecration unto God that they listen to him, they hear him, they become one with him through Moses. Okay? And then the next one was for the priests, the consecration of the priests, that Moses consecrated Aaron and his sons unto the ministry, the works of God. And uh, that is Leviticus 8, chapter 1 through 13. And then we're going to talk about our individual commitment. And we talk here is this mother that pleaded with God to give her a son. And her consecration and her dedication to God, the the unification was her commitment to give that child back to God when he reached a certain age. Um, And then another... Example of our consecration was uh, the sanctifying of all of the firstborn. I believe that was where they first circumcised. But I know they dedicated their firstborn back to God. And then uh, in Hebrews, the second chapter and the tenth verse, it is, where we are made perfect through our suffering with Christ. That is another level of consecration in our suffering. The things that we go through. Uh, that level of consecration makes us, brings us into that union and a, a more intimate connection, yielding, and He can He can guide us and and direct us and save us a whole lot of grief while we're going through suffering. And Jesus was our example. And then uh, that was his, he was our example in the earth. Now for the Christians, it is by Christ that we are able to be consecrated. John 17 and 23. We're made perfect in Christ. He was sent by God and well i want you to read these scriptures okay uh because they will be very powerful uh pillars in 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 our lives and then the, the complete and entire the fullness the wholeness consecration brings us into that wholeness with with christ that we're not wishy washy Caused to and fro by every wind and doctrine, there is a solidification that sanctification process brings and and that's where we get to the point of being whole and entire, wanting nothing In Romans twelve one and two and then our separation from the world we uh we be. United with God, and we become His people. And the Father, in the Father's name, uh, our devotion. No, I'm sorry, i read the wrong one. Sorry, separation from the world. Second Corinthians six fourteen through eighteen. We become God is we're fully persuaded that we belong to god, and then god God's commitment to us to to for us to be his people we're able to experience that power that that authority that that whole walking with him we are aware in our consecration we become begin to experience. This intimacy with Him and our devotion to Christ. Oh no, our separation from the world comes with that wanting uh, uh, to be in be God, God to be our God, and we to be His people. That is our separation from the world, and then the devotion to Christ is revelation. Fourteen, one through 6, where in the Father's name that... Uh, I need to read that to you because that was very, very riveting in my consciousness as I was studying that. Uh, I, I, just, I want you to have these scriptures so we understand what... The difference in our lives Whether we experience Concentration To God Or we just uh, go under the Under his name Or his authority You know like we have our, Our parents credit card You know we can go and draw from the bank On their name As long as they put our name On there Okay but uh Devotion to Christ. Revelation four one through six. After this I looked, and behold, a door was opened in the heaven and the first voice which I heard was as as it were a trumpet talking with me, which said, Come up hither and I will show thee things which must be, it must be hereafter. And immediately I was in the spirit, and and behold, a throne was set in heaven, and one sat on that throne, and he that sat was to look look like Jasper, Renetta, can you did you read this? I'm having trouble with my eyes,
0: okay, hold on. let me pull it up
1: this this was talking about the the throne of God or Revelation fourteen. I'm sorry, that's the wrong one, 14, my devotions to Christ.
0: And I looked, and lo, a lamb stood on the Mount Zion, and with him an hundred forty and four thousand, having his father's name written in their foreheads. And I heard a voice from heaven, as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of a thunder, And I heard the voice of harpers harping with their harps, and they sung as it were a new song before the throne and before the four beasts and the elders, and no man could learn that song but the hundred and forty-four thousand which were redeemed from the earth. These are they which were not defiled with woman, for they are virgins. These are they which follow the Lamb whithersoever he goeth. These were redeemed from among men before the first fruits unto God and to the Lamb. I'm sorry, being the first fruits unto God and to the Lamb. And in their mouth was found no guile, for they were without fault before the throne of God. And I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth and to every nation and kindred and tongue and people. Okay.
1: This was after the fall of of uh, Babylon. And the people of God, God had to bring the people back together. So he had to bring the... The leaders, the status of priests, to commit themselves wholly, consecrated to God, to be able to receive from God the ability to to really focus and bring the people's hearts to the Word of God and their demonstrations uh, back to the status to where. Jesus could come and rescue the whole earth. Uh, This was a very important factor that happened at at that uh, status in in the process of sanctifying a people unto himself. This is where he had to rescue the leaders and sanctify them so that they could uh, bring the, the people of God back to him. Okay? And First uh, John 2, 20 and 27.
0: Okay. Chapter 2?
1: Yes, ma'am. 20th verse and 27th verse.
0: But ye have an unction from the Holy One, and ye know all things. But the anointing which ye have received of him abideth in you, and ye need not that any man teach you. But as the same anointing teacheth you of all things, and is truth, and is no lie, and even as it hath taught you, ye shall abide in him.
1: Okay, did you read the second, second, I mean, the 20th verse, and then the 20th,
0: I read 20 and 27
1: Okay, I'm looking at the
0: wrong place I'm sorry 20 and
1: 27, right Uh, This is where The reality Of Bride of Christ Is to Covet This false intimacy That Jesus had with his bride it becomes a passion to us that we want to be that entwined with him and he gave us this example and then the last verse is this was the sacred anointing that that came upon the, the church. This was the the first time that this particular anointing was released, so that we could receive and walk in that that uh, commission of being sanctified holy to the Lord. Uh, then the new priesthood in First Peter, two, second chapter, five and. Nine. I'm sorry. Please excuse me for this. I'm having trouble with my eyes here, and I'm going to the wrong places.
0: Uh, Ella, did you say First Peter? First Peter. Okay. Five.
1: First Peter, second chapter, and the fifth
0: verse. And the ninth verse. Okay. Ye also, as lively stones, are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual offerings acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Verse 9. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him, Who has called you out of darkness into His marvelous light? Amen. These
1: these are the outline and the the stages that we became the process of becoming consecrated unto Christ, unto God through Christ, and that concentration brings about a a birthing of our, our complete soul. Not just our mind and, and thought but our, our whole soul and spirit and therefore it brings our body into this same kind of commitment. But it is such an intimate thing process that takes place just from the beginning of our lessons here of receiving God's love and then being able to be committed to God enough to recognize ourselves as a part, a important function in the body. But we are not lone rangers. We are committed to being a a fragment of the body by God through Christ, As a product of the workings of the Holy Spirit inside of us, that brings us to this place where we can be consecrated and hear what God says to us, and then we allow these things to take place. Like this particular woman here in uh, in, hmm. I believe it's Exodus. She cried unto the Lord for a child. She wanted a son. And she wanted it so bad that she said, Lord, you give me a child. Let me become a mother. She longed to be a mother. And she said, if you let me experience this, I'll give him back to you. And radio audience, this is basically what, we do in our whole hearted commitment to God. Lord, give me life. Give me life so that I might be able to survive in this treacherous world. Give me life that, that comes from the heavens, that is born inside of us. We're born again through Christ. And in that birthday, covet to let that birthing blossom into the consecration that we become holy, thine, Lord, holy thine. Teach me, Lord. Show me. Trade me. Help me. Set me aside for your purpose, your plan, that I might glorify you, but be a voice, a heart in the earth to love mankind, to do your bidding, to do the works of your love in the earth, do the works of of just drawing, be that light that draws people because of the love that in him that just radiates. And it affects humanity. We affect humanity. And then it has some very unique personal attributes. When we go through suffering, this consecration makes us perfect through the things that we suffer. As Jesus was made perfect through the things he suffered, we are made perfect through the things we suffer. When, When it says perfect, it means Whole, complete our whole mind. We're divided in our mind. We're not. We have a, com, a, a committed plan and purpose for our lives. We're not tossed to and fro. Here today, tomorrow. I don't think so, Lord. Where you at? You know, but that consecration makes us holy. God, this is what is the gift to the body of Christ, that we have been so honored and we've lost the strength of that. We've lost the patience for that intimacy. We've lost it. It's been watered down and, and distracted in our process of walking in God's love. It's more about Lord. Lord, give me a car, Lord, give me a house, Lord, give me a husband, give me a wife, Lord, do this, do this, do the other. But that purpose of his love for us and our love for him brings us into that unit where it's his delight and pleasure to give us the kingdom. And we get it all. We get it all. Ladies and gentlemen, don't leave one crumb, one fragment on the table that is spread before us. God's oh, heart for us and for humanity. And let us stay connected because in the power of our being, being one in Him, we destroy the works of the enemy. we Bring the life and the life of God himself into the earth that love flourishes. Poverty is, de- is destroyed. He said, I would, above all things, that you prosper. Be in him as your soul prospers." So we got to get our soul prospering, ladies and gentlemen. As our souls prosper, we get help. We have no problem believing God for help. as our soul prosper. And then we prosper. We become God's treasure chest in the earth. Because he said, above all things, not some, that's his heart's desire for us. And I want you to read these scriptures and think about the attributes of being consecrated to God. Let's allow this consecration. These examples from the Old Testament to down to Revelation. These are examples. These are scriptures. These are. Opportunity, healthy fight of the word of God, and let it be neat and drink to our very soul. That's what causes us to stand when the winds of time are busting us about. Mr. Renetta?
0: Amen. Well, our time is up. We're so glad you joined us. And invited a friend to come and listen to this uh, message in our archives or any of the other over 150 messages that we have. Meet us here next week at 11 p.m. Have a good night, all. Good night. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?